Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 228, and I am so glad that you're here today because we're talking about building a freedom-filled business and not one that actually makes you feel more constrained and confined. I know so many of you have part-time or full-time jobs, and you feel like you're in this mode where you don't get to have freedom, right? You have a boss, you're being told what to do, you can't use your creativity, you can't use your skills, you can't set your own goals, all that stuff. And it can feel very constraining. And I want to make sure that you start a business that gives you that freedom you so desire. So if you're in the starting stage or you're in the growth stage, you have to think about this because you're making decisions every day that determine whether you get to have that freedom or that feeling of confinement. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. I have no doubt it's going to help you along your business journey. I know you have something very special to offer the world. You have God-given gifts that can be used for more, for more than where you are today, and you know it, and I'm so excited to help you. So if you're new, make sure you get plugged in. I have a free Facebook group called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. Make sure you get plugged in right now to that group. So all you have to do is scroll down into the show notes. Click that. It'll link over to Facebook. You'll answer a few questions, and I'll let you in. The group is amazing. It's filled with so many purpose-driven women who are all yearning to make money doing what they love. Everyone is offering things from products to services. People have stores, they have mobile stores, they do farmer's markets. I mean, it runs the gamut. So you're in good company. And now you have a place where you can ask those questions that you think are silly or get feedback or get help with anything that you're working on. So make sure you get plugged in there. Also, if you're new, I have a 16-step checklist for getting your business started. So this way now you know if you're about to launch, you're like, oh my gosh, I know everything I need to be doing. I have all the steps in front of me. Check, check, check. You can go through it. People tell me they love it. Make sure you get your hands on that. I have other free goodies for all of you too. So make sure y'all check that out if you're trying to grow your business. I still have a secret podcast that's available. It may not be available much longer. So make sure you get your ears on it ASAP. Again, it's down below. Click the link and you can get it right now. And if you've been listening a while, thank you so much to all my loyal listeners. Shout out to my grow getters who are doing amazing things. Y'all probably saw me post recently in the Women Starting Businesses group congratulating, I think, four of them that were just making great strides in their business and really had some mental breakthroughs that allowed them to push forward with their business. And it's just, it's so wonderful to watch. And I'm so, so proud of you. If you are loving this podcast, maybe this is your first time and you are like, okay, I don't even know if I love it yet. But after today, (laughs) if you find that you really like it, make sure y'all hit follow or subscribe, whatever the button says in your podcast player. If you are an Apple podcast, there's a follow button. It's a little plus sign. Make sure you hit that because what happens is now when I drop a new episode, you'll get notified and you won't miss out on any of this valuable information that I know is going to help you along your business journey. So that is it. On to the episode. 
Well, hello everyone. How are you? How's everything going in your business? I'm so excited for all of you. You're doing amazing things and it's so great to hear. And I just have to say really quick, if y'all still think my voice is a little bit scratchy, you're right. I actually went to an ear, nose and throat doctor. So I'm like, why is my voice scratchy? I can even hear it when I'm recording my podcast. And she put a scope down my throat. Have y'all ever had this where they put this camera, they numb, they shoot this like numbing spray up your nose and then they stick this long bendable like camera that's on a wire all the way through your nose and it goes back down to your throat and it like lets her see it's camera. I was like, what is happening right now? What is happening? How did I get to this point where I need a camera down my throat? Anyway, she looked at it and she's like, your vocal cords look great, but you have a lot of swelling on your voice box. And I think you have post-nasal drip and it's dripping and it's irritated and it's been going on so long it's now swollen and that's why your voice sounds weird. I was like, okay, so... Thank you all listeners for being patient with me. And I feel your pain. If any of you have had to have that, I think it was called a laryngoscopy or something. I'll have to look it up. That camera down your nose was like, what in the world? I'm so thankful for technology. Although how long would people be suffering for with stuff if we didn't have this amazing technology? It just always amazes me. The brains that God has given all of us and all of us humans to be able to come up with these amazing treatments and medicine and preventative tools and diagnostic tools. It's just fascinating to me. I love that kind of stuff. And today we need to be grateful for that because it helps us and it eases our mind when things aren't even that bad, right? Because I'm like, what is going on? Because I've had all this weird stuff since COVID. And I'm like, is this related to that? And I wasn't panicking before I went, but I was just like, why is this happening for so long? So anyways, I apologize if my voice sounds scratchy. Hopefully it doesn't to you and know that I'm here. I'm talking, I'm not in pain. I just sound a little bit weird. So that's it. So today we are talking about you building a freedom-filled business because the last thing that I want for you is to have a business that feels like another job, right? That you're not able to use your gifts and all that. And we're going to talk about this today because I think it's really important. I want you to think about your business, whatever stage you're in, whatever you're offering, maybe you're in the you know growth stage, early growth stage, you're just starting and about to launch. Know that you can build a business that is your way, okay? Your business does not have to be a cookie cutter business that is just like everyone else's. It does not. I am personally giving you the freedom right now and the permission to build this business your way. So let's cover these three points. These are the three things that I see are most important right now for you to focus on so this doesn't turn into another job. Okay, the first one is your business gets to be built around your life, your current life situation, your current schedule, all of it. It gets to be built around that so that it fits into that. Okay. The opposite would be where it takes over that and you feel like you're in jail, like you're a captive, like you're a hostage. And every waking second that you have outside of your other job or being a parent or being a spouse or whatever it is, has to be working on this business or focused on this business. And I don't want it to have to be that way. I want you to be able to work the least amount of hours that you can and make the income that you want. 
right? And I know we all want a bazillion dollars, but I'm just saying the income that you want and need right now, because I know I can help set you up to grow it, but we've got to get you making some money now so that you have a springboard to go from and you have funds to invest in different pieces of your business that are super important for growth, okay? So realize that when you are choosing a business model for your business, again, a lot of you have services, you want to offer workshops, you want to have some kind of membership, you want to do coaching, you have all these dreams. You want to build like a community around something. You want to rally people. Maybe you want to have virtual workshops, in-person workshops, or maybe you sell products. Okay. So whatever it is, know that you have got to structure your model to fit your current life because here is what I see happening. Many of you are taking on these grand ideas for what you want your business to be here pretty quick. And what you don't realize is that cannot happen immediately. For example, if you're just starting your business and let's say you're some kind of coach or expert and you've got something you want to teach or share and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to have this massive community, this massive membership. And that's amazing. But you have to realize that you've got to have an audience first. And so that's your first thing to do is start building an audience and then start selling something so you can start making money and start building an audience, start getting testimonials, start knowing what works and doesn't work, start knowing the pain points of your clients and how you can help them so you can start creating your curriculum, okay? You have to build up to that. And I think what some new business owners don't realize is that a lot of the marketing being thrown at you tells you start this right now, do this. You could have all these people and have all of this, but it doesn't always work that way. I know we want to go big immediately. And I do believe in going big or going home, right? But there are foundations of your business that you have to have in place so that you can go big, so that you can grow. So just know that when you have these big dreams, which is awesome, I want you to, you have to be realistic though about the business model that you create for yourself right now that is feasible for this time of your life and your life situation. You may be newly divorced. Maybe you're newly married. Maybe you just had a baby. Maybe you have a part-time job and a full-time job. I mean, I've had clients that had this. I have had clients that have been college students and had a part-time job and they're starting their business. And it's amazing because now is the time to be getting all these foundations in place as quickly as possible, as simply as possible, and in a way that fits into your life so it doesn't take over your life and you don't become a robot and you don't disregard all of your family and all of your other commitments, that is the last thing we want to happen because then what has happened? This is turned into another job and it is not the business that you were seeking. It is not what you wanted. It is nothing like what you wanted. We don't want that to happen. So number one, make sure your business model is fitting into your life. The second thing is I want you to be so excited for the fact that you get to offer what you want to offer. You have the freedom to create and you should. But here's what I've seen with a lot of you new business owners. You're creative. You have ideas. You're so excited. But marketing's being thrown at you and your brain's taken over and there's all this drama and this like inner battle of like, 
I should be starting like this. This is what I should be offering right now. And it's not really what's aligned with you. It's not really what you want to be doing. You're just offering something because you feel like you have to offer it right now. And I want to offer to you that there is a way to use what feels totally true to you that you want to teach. Maybe you want to have virtual classes teaching. I know I have grow getters that are doing this. It's becoming very popular for artists and creatives, makers, for all of you who you make something, you may even sell something, but you like want to offer classes doing it or some kind of workshop putting it together. Again, super popular, whether you sell products or services and realize that you can start like that. I think a lot of you have been worried that maybe you can't. I've got grow getters that are proof. I'm thinking right now of Brittany Bissett. I've talked about her before. She has the cheese business and she started offering cheese board making classes. And now she's actually selling her own cheese and she's going to farmer's market. So she's doing all these things, but she started out doing the boards, doing the classes. I think she serves wine and cheese, if I have that correct. And she's got all these women there that are basically just throwing money at her saying, yes, we love this. We want to do this. And it's super easy. She went with her gut, which is how she should. And she started in a way that felt fun to her to get going. And now she's branching out into other things within that business. So now she's got several revenue streams. So I don't want you to ever doubt your gut feeling of how you should start the business and to create what you feel called to create for your people. I think you all feel called. I really do. If you're listening here, you've had this yearning in your soul and you're like, I know I want to help people this way. And there's a way in your head that you have envisioned offering it. And I think you can start that way small. Now you're probably saying, but Kimberly, you just said a minute ago, and number one, that the business model, you have to be careful not to go big, too big right in the beginning when you don't have an audience or you don't have things lined up to be able to do that. These are actually two different things. So I know this sounds weird, but your dream, as I said, maybe just to have one big membership and it's doing this or that. But what I'm saying is right now, you may have something that you know you can offer right now that you're actually excited about to start with that may be a smaller version of that. And that's how you get going just like Brittany. Okay. You start moving into where you want to be, but you got to start somewhere. So be smart about how you start. Use your creativity and go with your gut with what you want to offer first. Okay. So think about it right now. If you haven't launched yet, you're like, but I really just want to offer classes. Or, you know, I had a grow getter who was thinking about offering products and she went into the whole process of it. She was about to offer her products on Etsy and she realized I don't want to sell products. I want to offer a service that has to do with this genre, right? This offer. I want to offer a service helping people, but I don't want to offer a physical product. So I said, bingo, let's do this. Let's start in a simple way where you can start offering your service to a few clients. And then this way we can build from there. Okay. That's where she felt called. That was her creative outlet. She wanted to do it that way. So make sure when you are there in the beginning, or if you're creating a new offer, if you're listening to me right now and you're like, well, my business is already open, but I have been thinking about a new offer. I challenge you to really dig deep. Like, what is it that you really want to help people do? And let's create an offer around that. Okay. Okay. So the first one, again, was figuring out that business model that fits into your life right now, where you're not taking on a whole bunch of things 
that you can't commit to right now at this stage of your business. And I should have said this, and I want to go ahead and say this real quick. In that first point that I made about having the business model fit into your life, like don't say that you're going to have an online store and then say, I'm going to have customer service hours from eight to five, and I'm going to answer people's questions when you have a job that's eight to five and you can't answer questions. I mean, I've seen new business owners do this where they start committing to this big offer, their dream offer. They start committing to it now when they literally don't have the time. They have a full-time job and they have a newborn and they can't do this. So I just want you to think that through with the business model, okay? That what you're offering has to be a fit for this stage and situation of your life. Number two, listen to your calling. Use your creative freedom because you have that right now to create what you want. You don't work for a company where you have to do what they say. You get the freedom now to create what you want. Do it. Let's start with what your gut is telling you, what you feel called to do, and let's get that started, okay? Number three, you have the freedom to set your own revenue goals. Okay, y'all, this is huge. I think this is amazing because when you're in a job or a career, You have certain goals you have to hit that are based on that company's goals. Like when I worked in sales at Dell, we had what we called were quotas. Like you had to meet your quota. And so quota was the topic of conversation all the time. Are you meeting my, your quota? And you're, you're calculating, you know, maybe you had a monthly quota and you're like, I'm on day five. Am I on a run rate where I'm going to make my quota? If not, I got to start really getting aggressive. And it's very stressful because you're trying to meet someone else's goals and then you're scrounging around trying to meet their goals, okay? With your business, you have the freedom to make your own realistic revenue goals that are based around your life, what you can offer, and and being real about it. You don't have to fluff this up for the investors because you have no investors. <laughs> You're not like trying to talk to the board and talk it up so that your stock price goes up. Like you don't, there's none of that. You get to be totally real and say, you know what? Because this was me when I started my online store. Okay. Again, me and my friend, if you're just listening, in year 2000, a friend and I started a business locally in Austin. We were selling products and we were doing home shows and all this, okay? So like three years later, I took the business online. So that was just me and she was still doing it locally and all that because I'd moved to another city. And so I'd moved to Houston at the time. So I started online and I was like thinking, if I can make $500 a month, I'm going to be overjoyed. And that was my revenue goal. That was my freedom to get to do that and to be proud of that. And as the years went by, the numbers went higher and higher. And I got to ease into it. I was not an overnight success. I will never tell you that. And I don't even know how to teach you how to be an overnight success. Okay? I just don't. I believe in business fundamentals that set you up for long-term success. And I think that's what a lot of you want. I really do. I think you would love to be an overnight success and quit your job tomorrow, but let's be real about it. Put the foundations in place so slowly you can scale back on your job. Maybe you can go part-time. I've had my grow getters do that, y'all. They also are telling me I'm getting to go part-time now because this business is subsidizing that income. And I dream of the day that I get to quit my part-time job. That's what they tell me. This is realistic for you. I want you to realize it. This is realistic, but you have to set realistic 
goals and revenue goals. And you have the freedom to do that. Be honest with yourself about what you need and start working towards those goals. Now, I help people like my grow getters, I help them craft their offer in a way that will allow them to do that and to start marketing and putting themselves out there in a way that will help them hit their revenue goals, even if it's $500 a month. Because I know that if I can get you to that, I can get you even further. But we have got to hit that milestone. It's, it reminds me when I used to train for half marathons. Now I've only, I act like I've done a lot of them. I haven't. I've only done a handful of half marathons. I did them when I lived in Colorado because the weather was so dry. I never sweated. Is that a word? I never sweat one bead of sweat. Like the weather is so dry and amazing. And here you just look outside and you get like a sweat bead on your forehead here in Houston. It's so humid. Anyways, I used to run there. And when I first started running, I'd never ran. I, I was a walker and I walked the hills and I loved it. And it was exhilarating and beautiful. My sister and I decided we were going to train for a half marathon. She lived in California and I lived in Colorado and we said, let's do it. So we got a plan and it was like telling you how to run your first mile so that you could get to the 13 miles. So I was like, okay, how do we get to the first mile? And what I started doing that worked for me was I would walk part of the mile and then just run a little bit, even if it was like 50 feet. And then I would walk and then I would run 50 feet and walk. And I started doing that. And within like a week, I was able to run a half a mile or a mile. I don't remember. It was so fast that it started going. But if I hadn't worked on getting to that first mile in a smart way, it's not like I went out there and said, okay, I'm going to run a mile. And then I was completely sore, completely worn out, thought, you know, would have thought it was terrible, would have been laid up for a couple of days because my calves would have been so sore. Have you ever done that where you go and run and like you haven't run in a long time and you're so sore? right? You're so, you're like, what just happened? Okay. Didn't even run that far. That's just what happens. Your muscles aren't used to it. It's the same as your business. You have to build up. But if you can get that first mile, if you can hit those first revenue goals, then you open yourself up to more strategic thinking about how you can grow it. Okay. So this business should be giving you the freedom to do all that. You should never feel this pressure that there is a boss looking down on you about the revenue goals that you choose. Okay. Now you may be saying, well, my husband is actually saying that because he wants me to hit certain revenue goals. I agree because I have that husband too. He's like, okay, come on, you can get to the next level, to the next level. And I would, but what I'm saying is you can't let that pressure you as if you had another job where you do have real pressure from a boss. Okay. So you have to take that off. So you have to be realistic. Okay, so let's go through these again. Again, your business should be all about the freedom that you have and not feeling confined or constrained like you have another job with a boss, okay? Number one, a business model that fits your life right now that you can grow into another business model later, but we've got to have a starting business model. Number two, you have the freedom to create what you want right now. Nobody's telling you what you should create, okay? If you're in Grow Getters, I'll advise you on what I think will make you the most money or what you can do. I will help you. I will totally help you structure this to be in alignment with you and, and to fulfill your calling and use your gifts, but also to be making money now because we need to have money coming in. So you have that freedom. You can say, Kimberly, no, all I want to do is teach class or no, all I want to do is create these vases or all I want to do is offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. Awesome. Let's go. Let's get this structured and out there and starting to make money. And then we can grow from there. 
right? And number three is you have the freedom to set your revenue goals and be realistic about them and be overjoyed when you reach them. You have that freedom to celebrate $250 a month, $500 a month, $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month, $5,000 a month, whatever it is, $10,000 a month. You get to be overjoyed and you should be and you shouldn't worry about any other business owner out there. Stop worrying about what they're making. Stop worrying about all the marketing that says you can have a million dollar business in six months. All I did was do this. You can have a $2 million business. I mean, it gets exhausting. It's like keeping up with the Joneses, which I've talked about before. I think you have to keep your eyes on your lane. Keep your eyes on the road. Like I'm not teaching my daughter to drive, but my husband is. And he's like, you just keep your eyes on your lane and you don't worry about the other lanes and what people are doing. You do watch out for danger, but just keep focusing right now because she feels scared because she's seeing the other cars go by and all that. And it's the same with you, okay? Focus on your lane and your revenue and let's be overjoyed. I celebrate every win like that because I know how important this is. You can ask in Grow Getters. We get super stoked about people making $100 sales, okay? But then there's also ones where they get big deals are coming in and now there's a lot more revenue coming in for all of it. We celebrate all of it, okay? It doesn't matter because what it signifies is the beginning of something bigger and better. And I'm here for you in this beginning because I know how important it is to your business and to your confidence and to your life. So I'm so excited you're here. If you are a coach, a service provider, or an expert in your field, and you've been wanting to turn it into an amazing offer that works for your life right now, okay, that's easy for you to sell, easy for you to implement, make sure you check out Grow Getters below. There is a link. I'd love to have you in there. And let's create that offer that is going to sell like hotcakes. And it's going to be so much fun for you. And you're going to make the revenue you need so that you can start making full-time income at some point soon. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. So that is it. Y'all have a great day. And until next time, bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.